Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. Entrepreneur, speaker, she's got a new book out called The Natural Sleeper. Let me welcome to the show, Julie Wright. Welcome. <laughs> Say something. Karen, I'm a tourist too, so. Oh, there we, <laughs> there we go. April or May? Hello. Hey. Okay, that's a little different. It's a little All different, right. but I still rocks with the rocks with the May Torians as well. Uh, I rocks with everybody because apparently we have all of the signs in us, uh, according to my uh, astrology friend uh, Samuel Reynolds. But welcome, so Julie Thank Wright. You. I hear a slight accent. Are we across the sure. pond? We are. We're in London. Uh, although I'm originally from France, and my dad is from Charlotte, North Carolina. So yes, I've got this French American thing going on when I speak. Indeed, French American. <laughs> French What does I just that made mean? that up. Okay, so French is your dad? So your dad was a diplomat or was he? No, my dad is a singer. He's a gospel slash Negro spiritual singer. His name is Clyde Wright. And he was with a group called the Golden Gate Quartet. And I have hundreds of family members across the U.S., especially in Charlotte. Listen to that. So you grew (laughs) up with the Negro spiritual in your spirit, in your home. That's correct. Do you sing? Nope. According okay. to my dad, <laughs> well, not at all. <laughs> I, I love it. I okay. Yes, you can. Uh, and this book seems amazing. Why sleep though? And uh, y'all can follow her at We Sleep UK. We Sleep UK. Why? Why sleep as a topic? I mean, what are you without sleep? You know, it's almost like what are you without water? You were talking about that earlier. I mean, it's so essential for your, you know, your physical and your mental and your psychological well-being. Uh, And unfortunately, there's about 30% of people on this planet, well, specifically in the U.S. and in the U.K., it's the same thing, who don't sleep sufficiently or who don't have quality sleep. And it really impacts you in the short term, but also in the long term. So there's like a link between the lack of sleep and illnesses like cancer, diabetes, Alzheimer's, uh, cardiovascular diseases, uh, and the list goes on. So it's important to sleep so you can live better. I've been sleeping longer. Okay. Yeah, no, because two doctors said that, you know, sleep would help me with my obesity. And I've been sleeping longer, but I forgot my bite plate. So now I'm having the the pain in my teeth from the grinding teeth from the extra four hours of sleep I've been getting. That's right. Because if we don't sleep enough, apparently we eat three to 500 more calories a day just from not sleeping sufficiently because our body craves that energy and reaches out for that high sugar, you know, fatty, salty foods, uh, you know, which just helps you put on weight, you know, so I know trying to. Sorry, go on time. I said, I know. (laughs) (laughs) So don't forget your mouth guard. (laughs) Is there a substitute? We got to find a substitute because you you out there in the streets traveling. We need to get your mouth guard. You know, um, $1,000. So there's no substitute. I'm going to just be in pain till I get home. Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't even know what to say. So we had this conversation last week. We had a dentist on. Uh, who's talking about sleep and Tanya was like, I only get three hours up or she, she's up because her mind is just cause she's so creative mm-hmm. and she's, you know, constantly thinking and reading and plotting and planning and, and creating that, you know, 
the wind down, that sleep hygiene that we all need, you know, those hours before and the things. So she said she could make the adjustment, which I know Tanya could do all things. So she did. And, and so now she's sleeping more. The telomeres that allow us to, to live longer, you know, shorten when we don't allow our body to rejuvenate and to, to mm-hmm. repair during that, those sleep, those REM sleep hours, which, you know, I've read up on. Why can't we make that click? What is the biggest um, obstacle for people to click in their minds? Like I need to get sleep so that I can repair so that I can be here longer, healthier. I think people know this intuitively, right? Because when you wake up and you haven't slept enough, you feel terrible and everyone knows that. I personally, I think it's a matter of giving yourself the opportunity to sleep, you know, and make it a regular thing and really dedicate that time uh, to sleep. And then you've got people who also sleep too much, you know, <laughs> and who spend more, much more time napping during the day or, you know, have extended. You, you just have to sleep the right amount and at the right time for you, because we all have different chronotypes, you know, which means we are meant to sleep at certain times and some of us might be morning people and some of us might be you know night people if that's important to try and figure it out but to me it's very much about giving yourself uh, enough time to sleep as a starting point you know and once once you've got that then it's yes it's doing that wind down preparing your mind for sleep and also there are so many, uh, and, and actually in the book that I've written, The Natural, Natural Sleeper, my idea was to give people ideas of what they could do, you know, to, to help them wind down. Some people have a busy mind, you know, overactive, and there are things you can do to quiet that mind of yours, you know, and tame it. Um, so give you know, us a couple, whether... Julie, right? My go-to, yeah. So my go-to is definitely uh, breath works. So it's the idea that you breathe in a certain way to slow down your nervous system, specifically the parasympathetic nervous system. So it's the, so you breathe in for four counts and then you hold your breath for seven and then you breathe out for eight. Uh, so it's four, seven, eight. And the trick is really to hold that breath in between the inhale and the exhale. That will hold, basically slow down your heart rate uh, lower your blood pressure. It's going to calm you down. It's going to relax your muscles too. And before you know it, you you just be asleep. You know. So that's one. Another one is uh, called the progressive muscular relaxation. And so it's the idea that you contract and relax different parts of your body from head to toe, almost as if you know, as if you were scanning it from head to toe. But contract, release, contract, release. And if you breathe with it, also. You, you really uh, have no problems falling asleep, you know, more quickly as well. But these are just a couple of examples. I mean, some people use uh, sleep meditations or certain sounds like white noise, you know, pink noise, brown noise, uh, or binaural beats. There's a whole list of sounds that can help people sleep better. So um, it, it's great to use these because they're natural. And so it, that way you don't have to take sleeping pills, which are not good for you. I've been using magnesium body butters and melatonin lotion. Like Serena has a whole line, a sutra that I've been using to go to sleep. I rub it on my knees and my butt and my back. And sometimes I wake up groggy in the morning after that stuff, but it smells and feels really good to rub all over myself. Serena Williams. Yep. A sutra. A sutra. It might be Venus. It might be Venus's line. It's one of them. One of the Williams girls has a line of, they're supposed to help with your body recovering, muscular recovery, and mm-hmm. it's been helping me sleep six to nine hours. 
that's amazing <laughs> that's, I love it. Oh, six is already a good number to start with so good for you you know so I mean what what's important is to find what works for you because we're all different so you can try something and if it doesn't work for you try something else you know it's there there are many many options Julie Wright um author of the natural sleeper who has a voice that I can see you should you, you you've you've heard this before which is why you're laughing I'm like it's almost like hypnosis. I'm sitting here right now. So, it's like, she's tricky. Yeah, you know, I didn't know that myself, except I remember how my partners would fall asleep when I talked to them. <laughs> <laughs> I took a little bit personally. Um, but other than that, I've been giving webinars, you know, with the pandemic about sleep and Yes. And then more and more people told me your voice, your voice. So actually I'm working on a project right now. I'm recording sleep meditations with a friend I see of it. mine. <laughs> I see that. I see it. You got a little ASMR working with you. Listen, um, again, what is your background that makes you an expert in this? Era? What were you doing before you were doing this sleep thing? Right. So I'm not a sleep doctor. I came from a point of view of being an insomniac. So one day out of nowhere, I stopped sleeping properly. Uh, interestingly, it was when I moved, I was in LA and I moved to London and I got to London and I think it was the, the change and stress. I stopped sleeping properly and I developed really bad habits, you know, around sleep, but it took me a while to work out what I could do. I tried a ton of options. Um, and eventually it gave me the idea to start this business and write the book about, uh, different solutions, natural solutions to, to sleep better. And so uh, I basically partnered with scientists and researchers and also therapists, because it's great to know the science of sleep and know all about sleep. But what's more important to me is what can you do about it? You know, what can you try that could help you? And so I just kind of gathered, I tried a lot of the options that I talk about in the book. Uh, and they're all pretty, they're all natural. Basically, if it's not a sleeping pill, it's in there. It goes from apps to herbal remedies to, you know, relaxation techniques, like I mentioned, and I've pretty much tried everything. So I come from a point of view of being a former insomniac. I love it because uh, usually that's how we discover things is, you know, it's, it's one thing to tell somebody something, but you've been through it at your worst uh, insomniac space. How many hours did you go without sleep? Are we talking days? Um, well, you know, no matter what you will sleep. So it's impossible to live without getting a few hours, at least my worst was about three hours a night, you know, for a few nights in a row. That's not I mean, that's really, really low. Um, but you know, no matter what we we all fall asleep at some point, it, the point is how long, and what sort of quality are you getting, you know, so. So now what what do you get now per night? Now it depends. I'm human. So I still go through things, you know, and I have ups and downs on average about seven. Uh, but at times it goes down, you know, if I've got something happening, an event that either I'm excited about or stressed about, or I don't know, any, any family event or anything that might impact my psychology, or even, you know, just having a bit too much fun and maybe having a little bit too much of that wine uh, might impact my sleep and I know it, you know, so the difference be between before and now is that now I know why. So I, I have this checklist, you know, that I, I can just scan through in my mind and then I can, I can work out what to do about it, you know, and I'd adjust because it, it could be a range of reasons of why we're not sleeping or why we're waking up in the middle of the night, you know, 
it's it's a long list. So actually in the book, what I did is I, I did write sort of a checklist so that uh, people can think and connect with the possible reason for poor sleep. Usually most people have an idea, but they choose to ignore it, you know? Right. That's Julie, Julie Wright. Um, got, I'm sorry, Tanya. Just no, I mean, like when you say you have an idea, like I don't sleep because I'm thinking and I'm watching TV and I'm making up stories. I wasn't unhappy about it. <laughs> Well, you have to make choices at some point, right? Like, so if you don't get enough sleep. Can't your body adapt though? We adapt to everything. Can't we we adapt to not having a lot of sleep? We don't really adapt in the long term. We can adapt for, you know, a few days or maybe a few months. And and even then, you know, it's just not something that will serve you in the the long run. So you can get used to it. It doesn't mean that your bodily function are... Uh, and and brain functions are at their optimal levels, you know? So you'll be basically, yeah, you'll be, it's like if you were driving your car in second gear as opposed to fifth gear where you're just really at the top of your game and you're you're the most productive, you know, at your optimal health, physical and mental. So yeah, you'll function, but you won't be your best self. Okay, well, I'd love to be our best selves, all of us. I need us all. Uh, Julie Wright, We Sleep UK is where you can follow her. The book, The Natural Sleeper, please check it out. The Natural Sleeper, a bedside guide to complementary and alternative solutions for better sleep. And look out for her mixtape where she will put you to sleep because that's what she's going to be doing, giving you bedtime. <laughs> I'm going to try. <laughs> right. Julie, Hopefully. nice to meet you. Appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.